Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. We love you too, Jeremy. I think what you said makes a lot of sense. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh yeah, well, this a show. I listen to a lot of radio. And welcome back. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Hey, big boy. Hey. Hi. Wake up, Jeff and Jeremy. It's time to go to work. Jeff, shut the door. <laughs> Good morning, and uh, here we go. By a second week? Not right now. Feels good to be back on a Tuesday. Give I'm so away. excited for this week, dude. I have not been like, uh, uh, yeah, Joe Monaboss is great. And uh, we're giving away a gift card from Smart and Final. That's great, too. And we're going to play name that classic rock tune this week. And that's awesome, too. But I have never been more excited for a week because the weather is going to get better. And they never gave us the information that the weather was going to get better until like Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, in seven days, it's going to be 80 degrees. And I'm like, wait, that's Easter Sunday. That is incredible. I can't believe that, like, God literally delivered us our weather on Easter. How beautiful is that? What a what a great place to be. Yes. Uh, are you going to be stuck inside a church on Easter, or are you doing something no, else this year? No, because that, that service is a quick one. I mean, you know, the it's the one. It's the one that most people go to. You know, uh, like if you go to one all year, that's the one you go to. So they make it quick. And it's very, you know, uh, to the point. And then it's brunch time afterwards. Yes. It's um, See, that, yard I was time, to start a family church. time. That's what I would do. It'd be called Quickie Church. Uh, thank you, Quickie Car Wash. But uh, hopefully, you know, we could work something out because I don't want to get sued. But uh, that's the whole point. To spell it differently. I think that's what Quickie does. The service, is that what it's called as a service, right? When you go mm-hmm. to church? Okay. The mm-hmm. service, I know they also call it service when you go to a funeral, so I didn't want to screw that up. But the, the message from the pastor, the whole thing is 15 minutes from, from sit down to stand up and go down and then eat. And then it's a buffet. And then you got, uh, you know, you want eggs benedict, you want chicken fried steak, you want an omelet bar. We're going to do the whole thing. It's literally, it's going to be all inclusive. And you come in, you give me 15 minutes of your time. I tell you about uh, the message of the day. And then we all go uh, out back or downstairs or wherever. And we eat next door and we have, uh, we have buffets. Buffets or brunch or whatever you want to call it. it doesn't have to be a buffet, but we got an omelet bar. We got a we got a fruit station. Uh, we're gonna do probably a little seafood platter, you know, in there, and uh, maybe some uh, ham or roast beef fresh off the meat. And that's that would be that's got to be a popular church, right? Fifteen minutes, yeah, and then you get to eat. You know what a lot of uh, churches do now, Jeremy, is they make their services available on YouTube. For the week, my church does this, and I got to tell you, um, I've been I've been really busy lately. I haven't been able to go to church, and I I, I feel bad for it. But if it was but only fifteen feel, minutes, it would be easy for you to listen to that message. I don't right? feel as bad because I absorb the message each week after it posts, like on Sunday afternoon. Uh, at some point, I know okay, I got till Thursday or Friday to to catch up on this, and it's you know I could watch the hour long service there and i fast forward through the songs if i know them but then part of church is community 
And if I'm just sitting at home watching it on YouTube, yeah, you're not while I'm doing the dishes or something yeah. like that, I'm not participating. I'm not standing there. I'm not meeting my neighbors. I'm not uh, turning to my friends and saying right. hello to somebody I don't know. You don't get like shrimp the things cocktail, I'm supposed to do. You know, and your neighbor and say, hey, you got a little on your shirt there. And God bless you. Right, like if I go over to my next next door neighbor's house and be like, "Hey, I was just watching my church service, and he told me, you know, go say hi to somebody that um, you know, shake hands with somebody I don't know that well." Uh, my neighbor would probably have me put on a list or a restraining order put on yeah. me, which is unfortunate. Why so maybe need- that that person should go to jail too. I mean, uh, not jail, church. They should go to church. That was a bad slip. <laughs> they should go to church too. Why do we I was need? I should go to jail. An hour long message, you know. I mean, why does it have to be an hour plus sometimes? And, you know, all this. Let's do 15 minutes. 15 minutes is enough. How about we open with a song, we close with a song, and we get 15 minutes in the middle. There you go. My church has an amazing vocalist, man. I don't know. I like to hear her sing. But then she only does it like every third week because then they share the duties. Under my church, you would still get that. You would either get her to sing in the beginning or the end or both if you'd like. Oh, wait. So you're just getting one, like, three-minute song? An eleven-minute or a ten-minute uh, sermon, nine-minute sermon, and then another three-minute song to wrap it up. That's how you would format the clock. I think that would be reasonable. I, I would be willing to negotiate the servant to go fifteen minutes and just open with a song, and then uh, and close with a song. And so it, now it's going to be. I mean, about you're talking about the greatest story ever told, Jeremy. You think you're going to get a Cliff Notes version of it? What, in 15 minutes every week, I, I think mean, yeah. to get the grand scope. Don't let me do a little know, research. You need you need you need, every, you need real uh, you know, real life today comparisons to think what's going it. on if, now if you were versus given then. One message every Sunday, and it was an in-depth message for 15 minutes. Now you could go downstairs or go out back or wherever you go afterwards to have your 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 coffee and your tea and your cookies and donuts. And you could talk really with somebody about that one instead of all these messages like, oh, man, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. No, no, no. Let's just talk about one message. Ooh, what if? Okay. You did a 15 minute message service from two guys who didn't go to church. (laughs) I go to church. Oh, shut up. You do not go to church. You do not go to church on a regular basis. I know you go a few times a year. Congratulations. I used to go more regularly, but I just got busy lately, which know, is a so terrible funny. excuse. I hate it when people say that because I, it, it's not like I'm making an excuse. You say it it's about everything. The truth. It's your number one it excuse. Just, I'm busy. It is just the truth. Yeah. Um, but hmm, what if I said, okay, I'm going to take this service and I'm going to turn it into 15 minutes, but the requirement is the 15 minutes after that is you have to, this room is on lockdown. Everybody has to have conversations amongst each other. Do you still, do you still go to that because it's 30 minutes shorter? Would you be more prone to go to that because it's 30 minutes shorter versus just the one hour long sermon? Yes. Hey Jeff, remember that mayor? You would. It was in that to small to town. In I love it. Uh, I love it. That's, that's amazing. That's what you should be doing at church. You should be getting to know your parishioners. Damn. What how if do you people, could do SE? Come on. What, 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 how, how, how do people contact you at your church? Like you Facebook. Know, you, Facebook's Facebook. the best way. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got Come news on. for you. This is you how we open up every one of my and if you don't know, my sermons you know. at Quickie Church. Come on. Some. This was the greatest church song ever. Put them hands together. Uh. 
and act like you know it. Remember this? GP. That's God's property, Jeff. God's property, GP. Come on. Put your hands again. Quick church. Come on. See, I don't. I, I disagree with you. We're gonna do this in 15 minutes today, kids. I got an omelet bar. Coffee donuts. You have an omelet bar? What's an oh omelet bar? Like yeah. you go up there and you get your omelet made. Yeah, like, after I, church. Okay. okay. Eat. <laughs> I think. Oh, <laughs> go I think that. I think the other one is is this, the is this one. hammer pants? Oh, you, this you can hear it. You can hear it queuing up. <laughs> oh yeah, I could hear it queuing up the whole time. I turned mine off because I thought you were starting to play yours. Come on, it's hammer. It's God's property featuring MC Hammer at Quickie Church this Sunday. Maybe you can strike a partnership with Quickie and you could do church and car wash. Hell yeah. While you're in church, your car is getting washed. <laughs> hey, maybe every, maybe ways. every other Sunday, instead of having the omelet bar, we'll have the car wash. Uh, I hope all right. we don't get complaints from theologians on this. We are actually, we think church is a great thing. And oh, we do. To be more, yeah. There needs to be more of it. It's just hey, listen, we can is. talk about church without being judged. Come on, we're not supposed That's to true. be judged, right? That's true. That's true. Just, Very good point. We're just thinking about being creative. So as you're sitting there typing the emails to our um, uh, superiors, whoever they think are. Of that. Think of that. God has no problem with what we're saying right now. Yeah, why are you judging us? You're going to hell. Yeah, Joe Bonamassa, Vina Robles Amphitheater later if you know the show today. Also, giving away a $50 gift card to Smart and Final. They love to get you hooked up for Easter from sweet treats to veggie meats. Get everything for Easter at Smart and Final. Go to smartandfinal.com. Text the word SMART to the 805 beer text lines at 805-543-3693. We're going to draw some winners coming up later in the week. Oh, are you throwing a remix down? Hold on. Uh, here it comes. Feel that? What the? We need to pray just to make it today. I said we pray. Duh. Oh, yeah, we pray. Duh. We need to pray just to make it today. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. All right, AI has now made it into one of our favorite beverages. The Giant Beer Brewing Corporation has invented an AI beer called Bex <laughs> Autonomous. That's <laughs> kind of, it's creative, I guess. Uh, Drinks the beer for you? Yeah. I don't want something like that. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure how this works. It says that the AB, uh, is that the alcohol oh, no, in Bev? Used to oh, this is a lot of uh, jargon. I, I think beer jargon. Inbev Inbev is the same company that owns Budweiser, right? Okay, all right, sure. And uh, Mid Journey. Well, after seeing yesterday, I'm not going to be drinking no Bud Light. Well, unless you're wearing a tank top in the shower while taking a bath or a bath, bubble bath. Sorry, sorry. Um, anyways, these three brewers got together. Uh, AB Inbev. This is actually four. 
uh, use chat GPT and MidJourney to design. Oh, I'm sorry, AB and InBev, or is AB InBev the same thing? This AB is, InBev is the same company. Okay, so one company. It's Anheuser-Busch. AB stands for, it stands for Anheuser-Busch. We need to start so it's Anheuser-Busch and InBev when yeah. they joined forces to be the multi-big beer conglomerate. They took both names so, with yeah, them. We'll just we'll call it InBev. So they got together. So obviously they're focused. They're focusing more on trends yes. or trans, or I mean trends. Um, and uh, you know, following uh, the transgender movement and um, AI instead of actually crafting a decent beer. So I don't understand how their beer is created by artificial intelligence. It says I think this is just a marketing thing. Once again, I'm a sucker. Uh, because I started reading this story now that I've got to the end. I'm like, this was stupid. Like most of the things you read online, right? As for the beer, it's a Pilsner clocks in at 5% alcohol. It'll be available to customers in a hybrid container, half glass, half aluminum. <laughs> so you're taking a can and a bottle and you're making a container for a Pilsner. This is Anheuser-Busch literally telling Molson Coors, you have mountains that turn blue on your, on your can? Hold my beer. Yeah, right. The, the mountains that turn blue are nice. When you reach into a cooler right it away, you're nice. like, it's a nice. Oh, this beer I, is I love cold. that feature. I this love beer that feature. Is really I wish, cold. I wish every single beer had that feature. Yeah, on just, it. A, just a mark. Especially, to say, especially when you're talking about summertime drinking uh, beer because you're, you're usually putting in beer into a cooler and you're taking beer out of a cooler. Well, somewhere along the line, that putting the beer into the cooler and uh, taking the beer out of the cooler, the, the, the lines get muddied. Because you, you don't know. You're like, okay, is this a new beer? Is this an old beer? Because the outside of it could be very cold, but you don't know what the inside of it is. And that's what makes Coors Light, when the mountains turn blue, my go-to. Because I'm like, okay, at least I know this one's going to be cold. It's not technically AI, but I it's... mentioned it's going to be 80 on, on Sunday. It, it is probably one of the cooler features, I think, to come around in... It is. It's outside awesome. of making a beer, but, you know, to show you that it's cold. Because, yeah, white mountains, psh, nope. Blue mountains, yeah. all day, baby. All day. And I know there's liners and special pours, you know, spouts and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's funny. What is a beer gimmick that you actually like? Um, um, the ours is obviously the mountains that turn blue. You talked about, uh, you posted that thing about the uh, the transgender world and Bud Light and, you know, them mm-hmm. doing some Coming up this morning stuff. at 840, we're and giving away tickets to go to the Bud Light Blues Festival with yeah, war I, I think and it's George Soros. Thorough Good. Spot sure is the number one selling beer in America today. Brought to you by California Diesel and RV. Set you out. If you've got a fleet of vehicles, they can work on them. He's got an RV. I don't know how many takes. If it runs on diesel, they're your people. Got to pick up very, very busy. Go see them in Oceania. Thursday to check Sunday, them out online. You can find the link to Light. California Diesel RV at KCOZ.com. Nobody, nobody, they, they were to two. 20 kegs of Coors Light to two kegs of Bud Light. Then it got down to one keg of Bud Light. So he just took Bud Light out of his bar. I think no. Bud Light is falling off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He owns a bar and Bud Light's not on the tap roster? Not on tap anymore. Nope. He does have wow. it in can. Uh, he has it in can, but he took it off of uh, the handle at the bar. Yeah, no more on draft, and nobody cares because you know what people are drinking. Number one, they're drinking Coors Light at this bar. Number two, PBR. PBR is great, underrated, most underrated beer I think out there. The Pabst Blue Ribbon. 
and they don't do a gimmick. They've had the same pretty much can, the same logo, same everything since the beginning. So, And it's a good tasting beer. That's probably what they focus on. For the price, yeah. yeah. I, I hit up an Applebee's over the weekend because we don't have them around here. I had to be up in Redwood City. Yeah. And we had to grab something that the kids and us would like. So you got them a we PBR? With another, we were there with another family. And it was awesome because I saw the end of the FAU San Diego State game. We sat down and there was a TV right there. I really do miss Applebee's. Um, <laughs> well, it's you, you just miss sports bars <laughs> because it's somewhere I could take the kids oh, and I get see. a cheap drink. You know, yeah, yeah. like they got everything. They got games. They got video games the kids can play on these little the pad tablets they have yeah, on they the sit table. On the table, yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. I love it. I love it. And, and Buffalo Wild Wings has got the same thing, but they don't got the drink prices that Applebee's has, okay? So I'm looking at their all-day happy hour. All-day happy hour, Jeremy. Three, four, and five bucks. You know what's on the uh, on the $3 option? Pabst Tallboy. Give me one of those, and I'll check whatever chicken. $3 for a Pabst Tallboy. That's great. Hell, oh, I'm paying, amazing. I'm paying, what am I paying? Four fifty for a pint of Coors Light. That's just a pint. Tallboy is mm-hmm. going to be what, 22? Six, 16. 16 ounces. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not But, bad. I mean, it's good. It's a pint. It's three bucks. Yeah. You get, get what you pay for. But it's I mean, three bucks. Yeah. I remember now. Back when I was young, I remember going to the Applebee's Happy Hour, and they used to sell margaritas for one dollar. It weren't beers a dollar, too? Yeah, beers were a dollar too. Or beers and margaritas were a dollar. God, yeah. that was awesome. We used to go there. That's why they're out of business. Not, I mean, here on the Central Coast, they're out of business, but they're they have hit songs about them on the country charts. Okay, yes, I mean, yeah. like Applebee's is like Applebee's you know, the jam. on a Tuesday night or whatever it is. Urban Street Tuesday State. night. That's probably a good night to go. Oreo I mean, shake. Applebee's is dope. I love Applebee's. That Man. song's catchy. You get the two for twenty five, the two for thirty, or the two for thirty five. You get that and an appetizer, a little artichoke. <laughs> oh my God, you know way too much about spinach dip. Because I went and I experienced it this past week in Redwood City. Eight oh five five four three thirty six. Right there in the parking lot of the abandoned Kmart. It was great. You can weigh in any time about any of this nonsense. Careful, you don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on ninety three point three KZOZ. Good morning, it's Jeff and Jeremy. We're online at KZOZ.com. Sounds good, right? Lola might have been a better, better choice. Um, you were talking about your buddy, and he pulled Bud I think this is amazing to me. Okay, he owns a bar, and Bud Light is not on the tap rotation there. What You said Pabst is, and what are some other beers that are? Well, I know Coors is the number one selling beer there. Budweiser used to be right there with Coors, and he stopped selling it. Like I said, he sold 20 kegs over the weekend of Coors Light versus two kegs of Budweiser. Bud Light, Bud Light. So they're, you know, and then it just got down to one, and like, I forget it, just pull it out. Is Budweiser Budweiser still a, um, is is Budweiser, regular Budweiser, uh, still a, on the the tap rotation? No, it's in bottle or can. There's there's no Anheuser-Busch. And, but, you know, we're talking about a college bar and college people, college kids, you know, if they don't have one thing, they'll just drink something else. Most people drink Coors Light at this bar. And so if they run out of Coors Light or the person doesn't want to drink Coors Light, then they usually have been drinking PBR. 
the distributor must be pulling their hair out, like the distributor rep for Budweiser. <laughs> it must be like, are you kidding me? Well, that's part You're of the problem, on- too, is he's, he's got a really bad rep, and the guy doesn't really do much about it. So, right, okay, well, I guess then we're not going to carry your uh, beer. This is interesting to me because as it seems to be falling out of favor, what they did, and this came out over the weekend with the Final Four, as part of their promotion, um, they started using... Dylan Mulvaney, who is like probably the most famous transgender person in the United States. What's their name? Um, Dylan Mulvaney. Is that how I'm supposed to say that? What's their name? I don't know. Because I is it a he or a she or to appease him? I'll probably say it you'd right. have to call her a her. Okay, I, I'll just say I just won't say anything. Go ahead. I'm partly confused, thought, and I'm partly I it was highly like, comical. Uh, yeah, awkward here. I don't know what to say. I thought it was highly comical in the Instagram uh, photos of Dylan Mulvaney that Dylan Mulvaney is sitting in a bathtub, taking a bubble bath, wearing a tank top. Because I don't think anybody takes a bubble bath with a tank top. Name on. Name Dylan. But, I don't know any Dylans that do that. This would be the first Dylan I know. It takes a bubble bath with a tank. How Marshall Dillon feels about this. Anyways. James Arness, he's dead. <laughs> he's, he's okay. He's okay with it. But you know what? Life. He would just shake his head and walk out of the, you know, whatever, kitty, and he'd walk out. That's just you can deal with this. But I then I, I was like, okay, well, if they're trying to appeal to the transgender population, then... It makes it makes sense. Then I had to look up what the transgender population is in the United States. Okay, and in the in, in California, I'll tell you right now, point five percentage of the population in California, point five percentage of the population in California, is transgender, and it's one of the higher states with the percentage being transgender. It comes in number four on the list. Actually, it comes in number three on the list because District Columbia has an enormous outlier compared to the other states um in fact in the in the in the political hub of the united states which isn't a state it's just a district um it accounts for two percent of the population two percent of transgender of people that live in the district of columbia are transgender but then after that everything underneath it is like 0.57 0.55 0.54 all the way down to 0.2. So averages out to 0.4% of the population, 0.4% of the population of the United States is transgender. Is that how you win back your your favor? If if your Bud Light is by appealing to 0.4% of the population? I don't get it. I'm just surprised that they even ran with this campaign after what the recent, you know, Recent news is that it happened with a transgender person went and shot up a, a private Christian well, school true. and killed, killed you would, kids you would think you'd and adults because they were Christian. Instead of celebrate it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would just think you would, hey, you know, let's hold off on that right now. Very good point. Hmm. I don't know. One I didn't think of. I, I don't, nothing really makes sense that much anymore, does it? It's kind of an odd thing. Mm, no, it doesn't. A lot of things. Um, anyways, lots of interesting um Hey, I'm working on something. Uh, these are the most... Um, these foods are most likely to cause food poisoning, or these are the foods you need to be aware of coming up. 
Look, I had food poisoning over the weekend. Did I tell you about this? Bad. Bad Saturday night. Ruined my night. About 9 o'clock, I had a code red. Code red turned into a, I don't know what happens when it's code red and then the other end. And oh, I thought you meant like a Mountain Dew code red. That's no, like, that's pretty, no, that's code pretty red, soda. like I had to run to the bathroom, code red. Oh. And then, uh, yeah. What did you have to eat? That's what my wife always asks me. What did you, what did you have to eat? Salad. Because she. Out of a yeah. bag. Bro, it does it to me too. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this wasn't just like I had to go use the bathroom. Like it made me nauseous. No, I know. And I was I like, think, I thought I was, I was in, what do you do when that, <laughs> this is a very private question, but seriously, what do you do when you're sitting there and you're having that issue and then all of a sudden you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to vomit. And then now you're looking like, what am I going to do? Do I get up and turn? No, you can't do that. And then you grab a thing. But luckily, oh, this was vomit. This was not. No, this was both. Oh, this was food poisoning. I don't think you've ever had food poisoning because real food yes, poisoning sushi you on both ends, on both ends. And it's there bad. was a place and I liked the sushi, which really scares me when it comes to eating sushi. Now, there was a place that's no longer there. It's another sushi place now, but it was in the Wells Fargo parking lot. I forget what it was called before when I got the poisoning. Yeah. But um, I, I ate a lot of it that night. I thought it was so good. And then I had a bad reaction to it, and that place is no longer there, so I don't know what that means. There's a new sushi place there. This was years ago, like over a decade ago. And um, that's the only time I've gotten food poisoning in my life. I think I have an iron stomach for most things, but sometimes a bag salad will sneak up and get me. Uh, let's see. According to Consumer Reports, this is the uh, number one item that makes people sick and gives them food poisoning. Uh, there's nine others. We're going to get to those. And something that a lot of people like to do, considered as a dessert. Uh, the, now the CDC is warning, be careful, you may end up with salmonella. We'll get to that, plus dumbass of the day first, coming up. How pathetic can some people be? New York acts like it's a big melting pot, because it's like all the different cultures. Oh, we all melt together and everything. And then you move here, and you realize, like, it's not a melting pot at all. It's actually a bunch of pots that want to live next to their own kinds of pots. <laughs> And not talk to other pots. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOZ. This would uh, probably be the crackpot. Um, and I know what you're going to say, um, being insensitive, because I'm going to... You think the route I'm going to go on this would be to give the what appears to be mentally ill person the dumbass of the day. But there's a twist. Doherty said a patient stole an ambulance that had taken him to a New York City hospital and then took it on a 25-mile joyride that ended when state police used a spike strip to stop him. They did it on a bridge, which is just, that's what that's what police are like. Okay, let's wait till he gets to the bridge and put the spike. But then I would think, like, wouldn't that cause him to possibly go over the bridge? Well, if he's an idiot. I mean, you think about it. A lot of times people try to get around the spike trips. Can't do that on a bridge. Genius. Nope. No, or, no, you know, he goes over the edge, and now we've got to, you know, go to the taxpayers and build a new bridge. This happened early Thursday morning. Yeah, repair an old bridge. A 47-year-old man was taken to Mount Sinai, Sinai Morningside Hospital in Manhattan for observation. 
Um, that's when the ambulance he'd ridden in was sitting outside the hospital. Ambulance. Ambulance. Unlocked, un- unoccupied, and with the keys in the ignition. Now... What are you supposed to do? This is where this is where it takes a twist, okay? He was taken to the hospital for observation, probably due to a non-normal mental state, right? Okay, sure, yeah. Like in 1125? Don't you think if you're the guy driving the ambulance that you would... 5150 is what you're Thank you, that's what I God, I was even close. Eleven twenty-two. What am I? Talking? I only know that because it's the name of an energy drink, like a regional energy drink. It's brilliant. Um, was you the guy driving the ambulance? You're like, hey, I just uh, I just brought a guy here under a mental observation. I think I'm gonna leave this car unlocked, unoccupied, and the keys in the ignition. See what happens. Stupid. <laughs> like, what are you thinking, man? Well, you know, I know police <laughs> like, officers leave their cars running all the time, but they lock their keys in there because they have they a key on their belts. Yeah, that you know, not, on that. Uh, on you that watch other cops. I used to. I'm friends with cops. I I don't do ride-alongs. Apparently, that's not the same thing for an ambulance. They should keep. It. <laughs> Sometimes I catch myself and go, "And you sound like a tool." Uh, but anyways, yeah, they should keep a, a spare key on their belt if they wear one and. And they could lock it up. Always lock the doors. I, I could think maybe Especially an ambulance when the needs keys to, are in the ignition. An ambulance probably needs to be left on for certain reasons, for equipment purposes, to charge things, to make sure. But this wasn't left on. It wasn't left on. It oh, was just there. It, yeah. it was just the keys were in the ignition. He just went and saw, you know, I need to get out of this hospital. I don't want to be here. Like nobody that is at a hospital wants to be there, including the workers in most cases. And, um, a lot of pressure. Like, I was brought here under my own will. Um, I'm going to go see how I can get out of here. 25 miles later, spike strip on the Mario Cuomo bridge. Oh, they uh, got him in the uh, they got him in the, the ambulance? Ambulance, yeah. It's ambulance. Isn't it? There's a U in there. It's ambulance. I say ambulance because I, I, I heard it on TV. <laughs> on an episode of Cops, probably. <laughs> He's like, get that ambulance over here. <laughs> Driver was arrested on a long list of charges, including grand larceny. Nothing will happen to the real dumbass of the day, and that is the guy that was the driver of the ambulance. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he'll be the driver of something else after the ambulance company has to deal with the cost of the repairs. Congratulations, Mr. Ambulance Driver. Boy, we're changing the way Ambulance is said, aren't we? Ambulance! You're Jeff and Jeremy. Dumbass of the day. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.